Consa. Is he all right? I think he's okay, isn't he? Yeah, I'm going to bring him in. Done. Done. Oh, wow. Enjoy. Oh, live team oh no. I've, got, oh, I've already got three Aston Villa players. Oh, dear. That is disappointing. Okay. I mean, the lack, of, the lack of thought you're putting into this sums yeah. up, you know, perhaps your issues so Slap, far. Slapdash at best, I would describe it as. I mean, this is the man changing his team live on air, people. Why don't you wait and listen to the listener questions that maybe might influence your decision and give you a bit of guidance, Mike? Uh, it's too late. I've gone Seamus Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've gone. Yeah, there you go. So that was, although he is, oh, God, he's 75%. I should have looked at that before. I oh, no. What, have you done oh, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Threesome podcast. I'm Phil. I'm sat at one end of my lounge whilst my wife is sat happily watching Dolly Parton's Christmas on Netflix at the other end of my lounge. What has happened to this year? I'm here with Mike. How are you, Mike? Well, good evening. It really is beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm very well. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit battered and bruised, actually. Um, are you? Thanks for asking. Yeah, a bit like um, Scott Parker. My, my week's plans, uh, in my case, uh, a bike ride with the brother-in-law, um, went pear-shaped pretty early on um, in that I met up with him at, about 6.30 on Saturday morning in the New Forest, pitch black. And so he, I'm meeting him in the car park uh, in the New Forest. So I've, I've ridden about five miles to get there. And, uh, and then I can see him, he's there. So I say, oh, morning, Jack. Unclip one of my feet, just clipped in. And then accidentally roll the bike into what I didn't realize was a massive hole, which tips my whole bike over. And I'm clipped in on my left foot, which means the whole bike just falls on top of me and I fall onto the floor. Sorry, bear with me. Listeners, Listeners, come back. Oh. Come back. <laughs> anyway, no, what I'm, great story. I'm, great great anecdote. I'm battered and bruised. Well, and I'm had sorry a terrible, to hear that. A terrible start to the bike ride that I planned the whole week. Like Scott Parker had a terrible start to his, uh, his fixture this weekend after planning the whole week. It's beautifully done. Which, which manager would our, our third member of the Trident represent? Anthony. Well, he's finally, he's finally got a haircut. So he has. He's looking Hello. sharp. Yes, I, I no longer look like I've been on Castaway or wherever it was. Mm. And uh, unlike you, Phil, I've stayed away from the push bike, so I have no injuries to report or interesting stories for that matter either. Sorry, sorry, listeners. Uh, I don't think anyone thought my story was interesting. <laughs> I don't, don't know. Mate. No, no arguments. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're recording on Monday night, uh, and it's currently half time in the Wolves Southampton game. Uh, I'm I'm clinging on for, I mean, nil-nil would be the perfect score for me at the moment. Um, we've got it on, on a little screen. So uh, if I go quiet randomly, it's because I'm frantically hoping that Southampton don't concede. I've got McCarthy and Walker-Peters and uh, Podence, who I don't care about. I want those clean sheets from Southampton. You boys got anyone in that game? Yes, I've got Walker-Peters also, but I've also got good old Raul Jimenez, who's going to be good for his solitary goal, hopefully in the second half. Um yeah, I mean, maybe if it's one all for me with Walker-Peters and Jimenez scoring, I mean, that's going to be the only way to save my extremely average week. Yeah, I, I too have Walker-Peters. And unlike you boys, and I can't... I, I, maybe this is part of why I make so many changes. We can kind of delve deeper into that later on. But I cannot sit and watch a match where two of my players are going head-to-head. I have to have 
<laughs> I have to be able to back a side in a game. I can't cope with it. I can't cope with having... I could not cope with having Jimenez in my team and Walker-Peters playing against each other, needing one to score to get some points and needing one to keep a clean sheet to get his. Um, mm. Yeah, it doesn't add up for me. Uh, but uh, hey, um, you're above me in the league, Ant, by some distance. The gap is closing, boys. The gap is closing. I don't know it, that it you isn't in my transfer. So far, if you want. Um, well, yeah, just quickly, if we're going to start our reviews, I mean, mm. I'm actually below average uh, with 46 at the moment. And um, yeah, not, not a lot to shout about, really. Uh, obviously, our listener, Craig S., kindly picked Jack Grealish as my captain. Uh, <laughs> as, um, as, <laughs> as he won uh, last week's punt. So thank you for that, Craig. For that. So, to be fair to Craig, that actually looked like a really generous pick. I, yeah, I'm going to be honest here. I probably would have gone Grealish anyway, so I can't really complain. Yeah, and he got a, a, a solitary point, which obviously doubled to the two, so that was fantastic. De Bruyne and Hammers uh, got two each, so nothing there. Watkins I brought in for my good friend Lacazette, he got two, amazing. Luckily, I had Calvert-Lewin. I had Leno in goal for Arsenal yesterday, who was basically, along with the post, was the only reason that Arsenal didn't lose that game. And Kurt Zuma, who got six, and Creswell got seven, and that was it. Everybody else was pretty tragic. So um, unless something drastic happens in the second half here, boys, a really bad uh, bad week for me. And that's two on the trot as well. The uh, oh, the clock a slippery slope. early this year. So yeah, how did you boys do? Phil, why don't you go first? Oh, what well, gent? Well, I've actually had uh, quite a good week uh, for me. Uh, I I came into today on seventy two points, um, which yeah, you know, so yeah, which is pretty handy. Um, uh, I took I took the advice of uh, someone on Twitter called Ronnie, and I was umming and ahhing because I had Salah and I didn't I didn't ever want to get rid of him because I I figured he'd be back next week anyway, but I had the funds to swap him out and swapped him for Fernandez just for this week, knowing that I had the funds to get him back uh, through either Fernandez or De Bruyne, and uh, so that move got me twenty two points because I captain Fernandez. That I, I simply wouldn't have had. I would have had uh, Salah on the Salah on the bench, and that would have brought um, Kilman in, who's currently um, playing against Saints. So yeah, it was a, it was a move that I didn't really want to make, but I was convinced that it might be a good idea, so I did it. And I had Robertson come in with twelve. Finally, he's come good. Uh, Son, Calvert Lewin got thirteen. Chilwell got me seven. Um, so yeah, and currently it's nil nil in Southampton Wolves, like we said. So that would that would be perfect for me to complete what would be a, a good week. I've needed a good week to be honest. Sounds impressive, Phil. Sounds impressive. Very good. Very tight, mate. Well done. Uh, well, yeah, not a great week really. Slightly more than that, but but not a lot more. And of course, I made some transfers along the way. Um, so Zahar suddenly popped up this evening with COVID, which is a bit annoying. Oh, was uh, it I've COVID? Got... I saw he wasn't yeah. starting. Yeah, it's COVID, yeah. And I've got no points on my bench. Uh, so, yeah, we talked last week about needing squad depth, perhaps with COVID in mind. Um, yeah, that has, that has come home to roost for me. Uh, Seamus Coleman, who I brought in live <laughs> uh, during recording last week, <laughs> only to discover there was a, a yellow against him. Uh, that turned red pretty swiftly. And, and, of course, he didn't play. So, no Coleman, no Zahar, no people on the bench. Um, thankfully, Fernandez, who all those uh, transfers were brought in to accommodate, uh, got me 11, and I captain Calvert Lewin, so 26 points from him. Oh, uh, a total score of 50, but 37 of those points have come from Calvert Lewin and Fernandez. 
That's yeah. quite a lot, isn't it? Mm. Captains, yeah. captains again. Um, I, I had a, another look on Premier Fantasy <clears throat> Tools. I think the website is today to see uh, my overall captain points. Now, my overall score going into tonight is just over five hundred. And unbelievably, my captains have accounted for 196 of those points. Wowza. Which is That's... just nuts. I've, that... only had, I've only had one captain blank all season um, so far. I mean, I usually incredible. never get it right. And to be fair, twice listeners have picked my captain. Um, mm. So without that, I mean, that's, that's about 40% of my points have come from captains. So, yeah. so there's two and ways of looking at it, isn't there? So if you've got the rest of your team right, mate, you would have been right. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Without, you know, without your captains, you'd probably been right near the bottom somewhere. So yeah. um, I guess it's if your glass is half empty or half full on that one. But it just does just show how vital getting your captain right can be. Yeah, yeah. Too, too true. Uh, Mike, you... Uh, you, do you want to talk about our fantasy threesome punt? Yeah, why not? So uh, the fantasy threesome punt for, for new listeners. Um, who am I kidding? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you are new, welcome. Um, so yeah, the fantasy threesome punt, uh, a reminder, uh, you are, we are looking to select somebody of uh, under 2% ownership. Uh, if you didn't know, you can uh, find that in the statistics page on the uh, on the Fantasy Premier League uh, website. Uh, you, so you pick one of those players who you think is going to get a return. Uh, myself, Phil and Ant have a go. We invite listeners to join in as well. Uh, and out of the three of us, the person that gets the, uh, the highest point score uh, gets to nominate one of the other two teams to have their team tampered with in some way. And uh, we've settled on having um, a listener pick our captain for us. Uh, let's talk about how we got on, shall we? Yeah. Phil, how did you fare? Who did you pick? Well, I suggested that Jesus was the reason for the season, but oh, I realised right. I realised mm-hmm. that it's not quite the season yet. Um, it's November, despite so... Dolly Parton and her Christmas special <laughs> thing on in your house. <laughs> uh, but yeah, either way, uh, this this Jesus, Gabriel Jesus Jesus, uh, he didn't do anything, so uh, nothing for me. How did you get on then, Mike? Or Ant? Well, we should probably go to Ant next, should we, Ant? Because you oh, were smug we? at about five o'clock this afternoon. We got a, yes. a little WhatsApp yes. talking about uh, your choice. Who was, was the return? It was a West Ham player, wasn't it? Yeah, I had Pablo Fornals, who um, got the assist for Hallows winner yesterday. So I was, as you mentioned, very smug. What's you, were, you were quite well, smug, I weren't you? I do believe I've won. And Mike, I think you'd even forgotten who you picked. <laughs> I'd totally forgotten who I'd picked, yeah. Uh, and, and unfortunately for me, uh, and though, it turned out to be Chris Wood, who, uh, well, please, Mike, uh, take, take it from here. Well, I, all I know, lads, I'll be honest, I've had a very busy afternoon. All I know <laughs> is he scored happy days, which uh, for the second consecutive week makes me a winner. Unbelievable. Three, some punt. Imagine that. Well done, mate. Uh, so, nice so, yeah. to win something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> those wins are few and far between. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so it's my choice now to pick which of you two um, I choose to tamper with. And you're both kind of pointing at one another on our, on our screens. Uh, and maybe, maybe you want to make a case for, for why I should pick Phil. Well, you picked me last week. So in the, in the name of fairness, it should be Phil. <laughs> okay. Phil, why should I pick Ant? Because I've still been picked more times than either of you two, including Anthony. Anthony is still the one to catch. And uh, he was... He was giving it the big in this afternoon, and and that is ironic. Oh, and, uh, that yeah, doesn't. Yeah. I, 
I mean, even I'm no going like like a better argument. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't really care, lads. You're both way out in front of me. Uh, let's go. Let's mix it up. Let's go Phil. Oh, yeah. Mix uh, it up with the person who we've, we've had the most times already. Let's yeah. something different. Yeah. More but, of the same. To be you've fair, just, it's kind of worked for you. I think you've just mentioned the fact that your captains yeah. have, have equated for uh a, a huge amount of your points and most of those captains have been picked by other people so <laughs> well really i'm doing you a favor i mean i've also had a listener red card one of my players um so that was kind oh, but those days mm. are gone we're just doing captaining now so that's that it's it's, it's going to be okay so yes. who is our listener that gets to pick your captain well uh i mean i was gonna say the wonderful uh i believe it was the wonderful james whittle hall who like a whole we had quite a few entrants this week and a lot of them went big on West Ham's defence. Uh, mm. But James Whittlehall went for Masuaku, who got a bonus point as well as a clean sheet. And so James Whittlehall is our winner this week. So he will be picking my captain. Do love a double barrel name. Over to you, James. Uh, yeah. Uh, pick, pick, so who have you got, Phil? Who's your worst case scenario? Don't do any reverse psychology. Who's your worst case scenario from your team looking ahead to next week? Well, I was probably... I'm, I'm, Got to get uh, someone called Salah back in. I'd hate for him to get captained. Um, that'd be <laughs> terrible. Uh, really rubbish. <laughs> yeah, I mean, worst case would probably be. Yeah, Podence. Yeah, oh, Podence may or may not still. He may or may not still be there, but I do not want him captained. I cannot stress <laughs> that enough. He is. He is the biggest problem I have in my team. Oh, he, James. Um, James, I've you know what to do. Trying to get rid of him for a long time. All right, James. Over to you. There'll be. <laughs> there'll be plenty of you know, better players to choose from. James, please. I'm begging you. <laughs> James? James? I'm sure, I'm sure he's a kind soul and you may get, I mean, let, let's just remind everybody that the very first time we did this, your first captain pick by a listener was Dominic Calvert-Lewin who then went and scored a hat-trick against West Brom. So, that um, true. You, you've not done too bad out of it, so you never know, mate. Although I've got a horrible feeling uh, and I'm, my memory as, as you two are very much aware is terrible, but I'm, got a horrible feeling that James Whittlehall was the winner we had when he chose to red card one of my players who was also Dominic Calvert-Lewin <laughs> oh. uh, I don't know if I can go back on on uh, on that but I've got a feeling um, that that is the case well um, which doesn't stand me in you know good hope that he's going to be kind again he's very Calvert-Lewin centric uh, and if he were to captain him they're home to Leeds this weekend so that's that'd be all right yeah, I, I just, uh, I mean, Salah, I mean, give give the guy some, you know. What I would say, James, is if you if you if you want to really wind Phil up, uh, he hates a first game pick. Crystal Palace against Newcastle. Yes. Got, any, got any players in that game, yes. Phil? No, I, I, no, I, that would be my absolute worst. And no, I haven't. No. Okay. Okay. No, that would be terrible. Although you ha- you're talking about Salah, he's the second game Saturday lunchtime. So, uh, yeah, he's crucially not the but first. But he is Mohamed Salah. Mm. Yeah. The thing that is true, like now, with the way the fixtures are, that actually three o'clock on a Saturday is now an early game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? It's quite weird. Absolutely um, crazy. But there we go. Yeah. Um, you, you, boys, you boys chat whilst I uh, see what James Whittlehall did to my team. I'm just trying to work out what sort of a, you know, whether I should be looking forward to the weekend or dreading it. Yeah. I'm, I'm just keeping close eye on the Wolves Southampton game, and my my good friend Wow Jimenez has just missed a very good opportunity, and so has Podence. Uh, Podence just went through one on one with uh, McCarthy, who just pulled off a good save. So uh, here we are. Yeah, James Whittlehall. 
Uh, it's fifty-fifty call between uh, red carding Calvert Lewin and Bamford. Uh, I I'm going to red card uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin. So he, I mean, <laughs> I mean, so he's already done me over once. Um, you could so, be in trouble here, mate. Well, maybe, maybe he's he'll see the error of his ways and decide to be nice to me. Um, that would be good um, because you know. I'm on. I'm on a good run after this week. If 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 one week can be called a run, and I don't want it spoiled by, you know, a bit of, you know, nincompoopism. Um, so, Indeed. Yeah. Well, Anthony, you know, rain us in, sir. Well, I would just like to announce live on air that Thea Walcott has just scored for Southampton. Oh, uh, Anthony, I'm I'm like you mug. I'm oh, here we go. Right, the cross is going in. I'm about yeah. I'm about oh, two seconds behind. Classic. Uh, he's just scored now. Brilliant. Why don't you shush your face? Well, I mean, I'm I'm on Sky Go, so I'm about forty-five seconds behind life. Well, I'm on Sky Go, and I'm even more than that behind because I live in a very small remote village. That's modern football at the moment. Because yeah, I'm fortunate enough to sit uh, in in the ground at the moment as the announcer down at Bournemouth, and we're, the three of us are Bournemouth fans. And uh, I would ordinarily be jumping up and down and celebrating with you there. Next in line, I'd, I'd drop you a text as soon as we score. But I know now that everybody's watching on a delayed feed. And so I have to celebrate, sit there for about, I don't know, a minute and a half and wait for your response to come in saying, <laughs> yeah, go. And then I can go, I know it was amazing. About 10 minutes ago, lads, but wasn't it amazing? And uh, yeah, it's uh-huh. a really, really weird thing. Even if I'm watching on a feed myself, uh, I will have to wait like a minute and a half and, you know, switch all your notifications off so that you don't uh, don't get it. Yeah, ruined for yeah. you ahead of time, it, it, as we just witnessed. Yes. Yeah, Anthony in his big mouth. And I suggested, I... I suggested last week to both of you, uh, what about Phil Walcott? He's cheap, he's playing up front. You did. And yeah, you that's both, very you true, both true. said, oh, no, no, no. no. You also no, mentioned no. that he had a bun or something and lovely hair, and that's why we should pick him as well. So The, the theory works. Uh, yeah, uh, a little stat here for you. It's his first goal for Southampton since 2006. So there you go. Well, I mean, that's a stupid yeah. statistic. He hasn't played for him for most of those years. I know, but it just shows that he and us are getting very old. Well, that's true. I mean, that's life, isn't it? People do age. <laughs> it's almost impossible to stop. I'm older now than I, I'm older now than I ever have been. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Shall we move on, boys? Yes. Shall we get on to a feature we regularly do, pretty much weekly at the, at the moment, Pick, Persist and Pull. So for our single uh, new listener this week, Pick, Persist and Pull is each of us um, choose players, one under pick. So that is a player we recommend that everybody should have in their team at the moment. Persist is maybe a player who's not in the best of form at the moment, but we think we should be persisting with and they will come good. And Paul is somebody who we've been keeping in our team probably for far too long. And we sh- now is definitely the time to get them out. So, Phil, start us off. Who is your pick for this week? Um, can you go to Mike first? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, thanks. Pick. He's ready. Yeah. Here it is. Pick. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going Tellez uh, from oh. Manchester United. Now, uh, we've talked about him in previous pods, but with Luke Shaw out injured, uh, Tellez comes into the team. Very good going forward. Has a real reputation for that. Um, so, you know, in the absence of clean sheets, he could well be picking up some assist scores. So, uh, yeah, tell us of Manchester United for me in terms of a pick. Isn't he somebody who's had COVID twice or something? We, get, we gave him, well, I particularly gave him COVID the first time. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, this is true. You gave him COVID? 
Well, I, I suggested him for my punt um, one week, and then we stopped recording, and then news broke straight away. <laughs> uh, tell uh, us he's got COVID. Yeah. I thought this was you coming back from your trip to Italy again. Uh, no, that'll just yeah. not. Yeah. 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 At least you, you do like my stories. Well, you you hear them. No, no, I do certainly hear them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, this is no, this is a good one. To be fair, uh, Phil, um, what, was it February, Phil? That you went out to Italy to look at handbags in in, in a. No, it wasn't handbags. We've told, we know. I mean, the, any regular listeners will know that I make men's belts. Sorry, uh, you went to handbags. look at men's belts. I in... actually went. I actually went to look at leather. Um, but can, can I just clarify? Is it exclusively men's belts? Yeah, don't don't bit do women's sexist, fashion. isn't it? Bit sexist. Mm. No, no, it's it's purely that uh, women's fashion changes like the weather, and men's belts don't really. No. Okay, uh, but yeah, Phil went out to a, a trade show, should we say, to look at leather in Italy. You could say that because that's what it was. Oh, okay, good. Um, and uh, uh, came back when it was all kicking off in Italy for the first time, and people were panicking, and Italy was like the example of where COVID was exploding. Especially Milan, um, where I was. And mm. word got round the, the little rural village where we live that Phil had come back from Italy and was spreading COVID like wildfire. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is true. A yeah. little COVID spreader. Yeah. Our, our mum's next door neighbour said, uh, I hope your son's not brought that disease back to our village. Yeah. <laughs> they were out there with, yeah, they were out there with uh, burning torches and pitchforks uh, telling him to stay in. It was, uh, it was all very dramatic. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was very dramatic phil have you come anyway. up with who you're gonna uh are you gonna uh pick yeah and i someone i suggested last week um could be a good a good move and that's tammy abraham uh, mm. yeah nice good shout he's actually been been starting a lot more games at the start of the season he didn't do anything did he he wasn't playing um mm. but he's actually been doing really really well and he's holding the ball up a lot better than he was last season in my humble opinion and now he's got runners that run off him so if he doesn't score he can get assists um you know he's he's scored three and assisted two so far this season and in his last three games he scored two and assisted one so um yeah he's on form and he's got Chelsea at home next but then he's got Leeds Everton Wolves sorry Tommy Abraham Tommy Abraham has got <laughs> Chelsea at home <laughs> my, my apologies. He doesn't. Uh, he's got Tottenham. <laughs> okay. I fell off my bike. I don't know if I told you, but it's it really hurt. Sorry. Did you actually bang your head? <laughs> I banged my whole left side, including. Okay, right, that's fine. And then I had to just play it cool and then cycle another seventy kilometers and just go. Oh, fine, just fine. Why are your legs hanging off? Yeah. yeah. Phil, uh, thanks for that. Uh, and. <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> What? Do you want me to go? No, 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 no. I, 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 I you are. I listened back to this occasion, and your content, uh, your contribution in terms of uh, FPL knowledge is, is exceptional. Um, your bike riding story is not so much. Um, and what, uh, what in terms of your 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 uh, your pick? Who are you going for? Uh, my pick is somebody who scored last night, Diego Jota of Liverpool. I saw the stat oh, as well. He's the first player to score in four consecutive home games as well. Um, he is flying at the moment, isn't he? He's owned um, by 6.3%. No, that's wrong. Oh, darn it. I believe it's about 14%. Um, oh. But yeah, he's... Okay, thanks for you coming on to the pod, Mike, with your knowledge. Well, I don't come, I'm not here for knowledge. I'm here for punnery. Stat man. Right. Uh, oh, look, oh, look, we, didn't, 
We didn't have room in our running order this week for your punnery. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's absolutely flying, isn't he, at the moment? I know he obviously came with uh, with a big big price tag on his head from Wolves, and he couldn't get in the team initially. But um, with that front three of Liverpool's, but he is flying. Liverpool obviously have this bit of injury slash COVID crisis going on at the moment, so he's pretty much guaranteed games. And um, yeah, is he's he pretty much guaranteed games now, though. I think he is. I think he is. I mean, you, you can't you can't drop the man at the moment, can you? You really can't. Um, you look at their fixtures coming up, Brighton, Wolves, Fulham. Got me more goals in there for him, I think. Um, yeah, he, he would be my pick. Who's he keeping out of the team? Um, well, Wijnaldum? Uh, Firmino? I, know, I mean, I know Firmino scored, but um, I mean, he actually, in the game before Salah was out with COVID, he, he accommodated all four, didn't he? Like he did when they had Coutinho, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I think he's going to play and I think he, he, would, he would be one to have. In which case, he's a, great, he's a great price. Walcott! Oh, he's missed. How's he done that? Yeah, I saw that. I mean, and, I didn't want to... Yeah, Ant will better tell you how he did that. He's, yeah. watched, the, he's watched the replay <laughs> three times already. Yeah. <laughs> I did see that about a minute ago. Um, yeah, he's just missed an absolute sitter. So, um, you, try, you try streaming a Zoom call, the Wolves-Southampton game and Dolly Parton's Christmas all at once in this small that's, village. It's... That's going to cause havoc, isn't it? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, so, so, so that he is, here's my pick. Well, so, if I can... If I can um, because keeping with a full theme, if I can just talk about my my pool then, and it might be a bit of a controversial one, uh, I'd like to suggest that our listeners pull Sadio Mane. Sorry, what? Yeah, I don't think it's that controversial because okay, good because he has a lot of money, lads. He's a lot yeah. of money, and actually, in terms of return, not spectacular. Uh, if you look at week two, uh, he peaked with sixteen points, but since then the highest score he's had is eight. Uh, his mm. last three game weeks. Three, five, two. It's 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 not even a great football formation. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, I'm not convinced that spending that amount of money uh, for that return is value. Twelve point one million pounds he is, um, and he's only got forty nine points. So, uh, for me, uh, Paul Mane. Yeah, I mean, he last season um, was the Mane Salah double up, and I do think that that might be that might you know, become a good idea again with um, the next sort of run of games potentially, but, mm-hmm. or maybe later in the season, but he's just, he's just not doing it at the moment. And uh, it's almost like that, that sort of partnership last year has been overtaken this year by Kane and Son. Um, you know, you kind of want to have both of them, don't you? Mm-hmm. Um, so you can't really have Kane and Son and Salah and Mane. And if you've got Salah or Mane, Salah's on penalties and he's just, He's, he's, he's maybe a bit more selfish than Mane, which for a fancy football point is probably what you want. Yeah, I think if you look at um, the games that both Liverpool and Man City have got in the next few weeks, you you see the two of them really coming to the fore again. So this week, Liverpool play Brighton uh, and Man City play Burnley. Uh, you move it on a week uh, and Liverpool uh, have got Wolves, they're at home to Wolves. Uh, Man City at home to Fulham. Uh, we'll move it on one more week. I think you've got the Manchester derby, so anything can happen in the derby. Uh, and Liverpool are away at Fulham. So uh, I wouldn't really be a Fulham fan right now. Uh, no, they've got some horrible fixtures. Yeah. Th- those, those two teams, I think, yeah, they've kind of been, been off the pace, you know, certainly off the pace that we would expect of them, given their, their performance over the last couple of seasons. Um, but I think this is where those two teams now do start to step up do you i mean i 
I was going to ask about City and bring them up later, but seeing as seeing you brought them up now, um, I I mean, I'm I'm now at the point where I think I want to see something from City before I invest any more in them. I'm not taking a punt. I mean, they they just they haven't scored hardly any goals. It's like they Sterling's not playing. Foden, who apparently is good for England, I haven't watched the games for England, but you know people say he's played well for us. Um, He's not getting a look in apart from the odd 15 minutes off the bench. So he's not value anymore. You know, is it, would you be taking a punt on City? Maybe if you're, maybe if you're really low down in the overall rank or in your mini league, you might want to, you know, have a bit of a gamble on them, but I'm, I'm not interested in City at the moment. I've got De Bruyne um, because I bought him in a few weeks ago for these run of games, but I'm tempted to take him out and put in Salah, rather than take out Bruno Fernandes. And then, if you know, I want to wait and see City do something before I get back on board with him, really. Mm, mm. No, I, you... I, I would be sticking with De Bruyne. De Bruyne, I, I definitely would, um, if I were you. Definitely, definitely. But, um, I, but if you, if right now, if, if I said to you, you can have De Bruyne or Salah, who would you have? Uh, well, I've got, that, I've got that very... Uh, very dilemma going on in my head at the moment in amongst several changes I'm looking at making. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really torn. Uh, and I think there's a question I'm anticipating a call later on uh, that may allude to that, that question. So I don't want to go delve too deep. Okay. We'll, we'll leave that to Graham. Um, Gra- Graham won't be calling. Um, <laughs> so I'll tell, tell you what's really annoyed me about Graham. Oh, yeah. Um, if our last week's caller who, who then went on a rant about the fisheries is that um, not to go too much into my work we know I, I make men's belts please stop banging on about it but we sell a lot of our belts into Europe and uh, the government keep putting these adverts on TV saying uh, oh yeah make sure January the 1st you make sure you make sure you're prepared cool well maybe you tell us how to prepare and maybe sort some sort of deal so we can prepare rather than just saying prepare they haven't i mean it's ridiculous i've never known anything like it absolutely shambolic i mean you you can't prepare when you don't know what it's going to be oh a little little bit of politics um for goodness sake uh anyway (laughs) me rambling does uh bump up the uh time it takes for people to have to listen to this podcast so my apologies that's great now you can you can now um hashtag any publicity with the hashtag brexit shambles uh which will 100 100 up our listenership oh uh, we got a, we got another twitter follower uh, this week who who's clearly thinks that this is an outrageously themed podcast Indeed. and uh and it's that bad. Their, their Twitter profile is that bad that I cannot even talk about it on the podcast. No, I don't, I don't even know what you, some of the words mean. Thank you for the screenshot, though. I yeah, yeah no problem. Phil, why don't you tell us who you're uh, pulling this week and not in that kind of sense? Uh, I'll be pulling no one. Uh, but uh, in fancy football, I'll be pulling Neil Mopé. Ooh, okay. He, yeah, there's just so much, so much, uh, so many better options uh, at his Such price as? range. Uh, Bamford, Callum Wilson, if he gets fit, or and um, Ollie Watkins, Che Adams, Ollie Watkins. Yeah. yeah, I watched I watched Mope and he didn't do anything exciting for me. I'm I just, I mean, they've looked so toothless. I mean, he hasn't scored since they played Everton in game week four. He hasn't assisted. 
since they played Newcastle in game week two. He's, there's so many better options, and yet still 3.7% of teams own him. So mm. get him out, get him out. That was a bit of a, a bit of a, a coupon record, wasn't it? A little bit with um, Brighton getting to Villa Park and, and winning. Um, but Villa yeah. have had the strange thing this year, haven't they? Where they seem to have really got up for the for the big games. They've gone to they beat an Arsenal three three nil. Uh, obviously smashed Liverpool and and hit them for seven, but then lost the game on Saturday like they did. Um, and that penalty, boys. What was your view? Trezeguet going down. Was it a penalty? Uh, no, it wasn't a penalty. No. Mike. Didn't see it, lads. Didn't no, see it. I, don't want to, I don't want to go Arsene Wenger on you, but I didn't see it. And uh, yeah, all I will say is, as someone who worked hard to bring in three Aston Villa <laughs> players last week, um, that was not the result I was looking for. Not the result. No. The the penalty thing. I mean, he he got the ball and then and then followed through slightly, but um, I I believe we've all we've, was... all, we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was the sniper in the stands that actually got Trezeguet. It wasn't uh, an incident in the penalty box. I mean, he, he really went down like he'd been shot and um, he didn't deserve a penalty just for that. Uh, yeah, I don't think he helped himself. I mean, to me, I thought there was enough contact that it, it may well have been given as a penalty. But um, yeah, he really didn't help himself, did he, when he was writhing around on the ground like that. But it was, um, embarrassing. It was a little bit embarrassing. I didn't say he won a fair, a fair chunk of the ball, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Follow throughs and writhing around on the ground. Very much reminds me of my stag do. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, let's talk about who we're persisting with then. I haven't actually spoken about who I'm pulling yet, but that's oh, fine, boys. No, please do tell me. Who are you pulling? Well, um, Phil, have you, has your um, game. Oh, no. Has it, have, you, have, you, have you seen what's just happened in the Wolves Southampton game? Uh, can you not do that? That's so annoying. I can see that Wolves are on the attack at the moment. Oh, oh no. how far behind are you? I'm at 70 minutes and 50 seconds. It's not Jimenez. That's... If yeah. Wolves, Wolves have scored, then that's annoying. Yes, they have. And my, my pull was actually going to be the man who's just got the assist for Wolves equaliser, <laughs> Raul Jimenez. <laughs> who, um, oh, for goodness sake. Who is still firing blanks, so isn't he? You know, he's yes, he's assisted, he's hit the post, but he's not scored again. But I have got another option now on here for you, somebody you may be looking to play with your team. And someone I've actually still got in my team as well is James Rodriguez. Um, so he came in all guns blazing, didn't he? He's picked up the little knock. But actually, when you look at it, he's actually not um, scored more than two points in a game week. But the last five or four, four of the last five game weeks, uh, he's not produced anything more than the standard two points. And certainly watching the game yesterday against Fulham, he was on the ball, he looked very lively, but again, his end product wasn't at the races. And I'm just wondering if now he might be about to plateau. And... Uh, but he, he still looked dangerous the other day, although they were playing Fulham. He assisted the assist to two of the goals. He did, but I don't know. I'm, I'm just starting to wonder. I mean, can you, how long can you carry a player for when they're just picking up two points every week? He's not a fortune, is he? Even, even, with, pro- even with price rises in mind. That is true. He is still just 7.9. Yeah, I really like him. I really like him. He's one of those players that I think I'm going to stick with regardless of form now for the rest of the season, just in pure hope. And he's someone I enjoy watching. So, mm. yeah, I think I'm just going to stick with him. Well, until, he, until he, you know, undoubtedly breaks his legs. Um, 
you know, in the next few weeks. But well, they have got Leeds and Burnley next. So oh, well, yeah. That. I mean, if, that, he's made of, he's made of glass, and he's going to Burnley and Leeds. So yeah. uh, I suspect we may not see him again <laughs> after this <laughs> injury incoming, boys. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I do. I like him a lot, and and I think I'm going to persist with him. I said persist last week, actually, and funnily enough, he was he was you my did. persist. Um, yeah, I'm going to stick with him through good and bad. Cool, cool, cool. So, on the subject of persist, Mike, who is your persist for this week? Well, we've kind of already touched on it, so I don't need to dwell on it a great deal. But I'm saying persist with Kevin De Bruyne. I think um, their run is is a really nice run coming up. Um, he is their star player, and uh, I think he'll come good. Yeah, I would wholeheartedly agree with that. I have to say, it, it is on the pricey side, isn't he? But and and City, City to me feel this season a little bit like they did under the first season. The Pep, they're, they're brilliant one week, and then they'll go and lose a game like they did uh, at the weekend. I seem to remember they went to Goodison Park in his first season. They got absolutely smashed, and they look so they they look like you can really get to them. And then they look. I remember that game. That was oh, yes. that was the breakthrough that, game yeah. for Tom Davies. Yes, that was right. Yeah, he's done anything since. But um, yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember but, that. Um, they do very much feel like that. Um, but uh, anyway, Phil, who's yours? Well, I, I mean, I'll level with you. I, I, I mean, I still haven't got to the goal yet, and this. <laughs> <laughs> that was about seven minutes ago, mate. Uh, it's just the cross is going in now. Uh, no, it didn't come from across. No, someone's just kicked it over the bar. I'm on seventy-two minutes fifty-eight. Yeah, so you are, you are seven minutes behind. Oh. Something just happened as well, which I'm obviously now not going to say. Oh, do you know how annoying you are? Because okay, I love you, you know, too. Like, I, like the other day, I had to turn notifications off because I got a thing from on the WhatsApp saying, DCL from Mike. <laughs> oh, well, that was me, yeah. 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 So I, uh, I turned off my notifications then. But what's worse than that is when someone else who you're either talking to or is in your house and knows the score of a game and, and this is before there used to be every game on TV. And you might have recorded it and thought, oh, yeah, I'll get home, you know, I'll get home and watch it. And you've been avoiding the score for maybe a couple of hours. And, and my wife used to do this. She'd say, oh, yeah, oh, I do know the score. Yeah. And then she'd just give me eyes, which could mean anything. <laughs> but it would just freak me out and absolutely ruin the game. Because the whole time I'm watching the game, just double guessing stuff. Best, oh, best, uh, best time that ever happened to me. Uh, 1999. Champions League final. Oh, no yeah. way. Yeah. Now we're going back a bit. So there wasn't any Sky Plus or anything. It was recorded to VHS. Oh, and I was at Youth Club that night. And I had some commitment at Youth Club. I can't remember what it was, but it meant that I couldn't watch the Champions League final. My dad was a big <laughs> Man United fan. I was watching uh, it with him. I remember. Yeah. All right. So, so he comes and he picks me up at the end of the Youth Club. So I know that the game has finished in full time (laughs) (laughs) and he says to me you want to make sure you watch that in the morning i was like okay all right (laughs) Uh, i will he said it's quite the game i was like okay and i'm watching this game and it's turgid it's turgid Mm. all the way through and i think carson yanker scored for for Bayern, put them one up and i'm i'm like the 80th minute i'm thinking is this like the ultimate wind-up from my dad that this is the, the 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 greatest game and of course, yeah, we, we know what happened. Up pops Teddy and, and, and Ole. But, oh, uh, come on. Oh, goal. It wasn't even Podent who scored. No. Ah, uh, Neto. Is that Neto? Oh. oh, named after a supermarket. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't Bye. believe that. I at least hoped that you weren't telling me that Podent has scored. 
clean sheet wipeout, double clean sheet wipeout, and Podence is nowhere to be seen. No, he wasn't involved in that one, mate. Sorry. Oh, uh, but is he involved in the next one? Oh, shush. Now, I remember yeah. that game very well because I was uh, with Dad, who is no longer with us, and uh, and he wasn't he wasn't much of a dancer. Um, <laughs> Are you but, sure? But, but he, um, <laughs> yeah, he when that second goal went in, he got up and he dragged me up off the sofa and was just spinning me around. And I must have been, I don't know, fourteen or something. And mm-hmm. he, yeah, he was going some. It's um, funny, isn't I'm, it? Those those moments where all inhibitions are lost, and yeah. uh, even you know, like a relationship with a, a father and son, uh, we didn't like hug a great deal, especially when I was in my teens. But I remember the penalty save that David Seaman made in Euro '96 against Spain, and like <laughs> just had the most almighty bear hug in the living room, going absolutely crazy. It's the sort of bear hug, and you give me at, at Dean Court when Bob oh, scored. Uh, you like off. to refer to it as a dry hump. Uh, <laughs> I miss uh, dry hump so much. <laughs> oh. but, uh, yeah, we just we were just there, just embracing like what for what oh. felt like about ten minutes. Uh, you know, jumping up and down. Celebrating oh. that that penalty shootout. Um, you don't want to. Oh. You don't want to be anywhere near Anthony when Bournemouth score a goal because no. he might call it a dry hump. But I mean, I swear he fractured my face at older shot away. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I did. So I, even I swear, it, I swear, it's, they're not always dry. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've got off it. My, uh, I mean, ironically, my persist. I mean, my persist was Southampton's defence. <laughs> oh wow. Oh, oh dear. This That's is awkward. This is disappointing. I, yeah, I've had a good week. I need to calm down. This has been all Wolves second half. Um, This really has. But the good news is your goalkeeper's got got to be getting some bonus points here because he's making save after save at the moment. Uh, I can't can't quite believe it. Uh, But I do think that Southampton's defence is is so cheap. And if you are going to have a budget goalkeeper, I don't think I don't think you go Matt Ryan. Um, And Mm. you you know Martinez has gone up in price a bit. McCarthy's still fairly cheap. So Messier. He, I tell you, he looks good, doesn't he? he, he yesterday, um, he closed down on a one-on-one. Yeah, that was he was like, save, he was like crawling, crawling like some sort of panther across the floor to, <laughs> to make a save. It was incredible. Who was the guy that used to crawl like a panther when he scored? Uh, was it, uh, oh, uh, for Swansea. Was it Gomez? Go, go. Yeah. Oh, Patrick yeah. Femi and Gomez, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah funny first it. name. I know that much. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good shout. He's about four foot three, though, which is very unusual for a goalkeeper. Batafemi yeah. Gomi. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, no, I'm, I've gone back to Mizzou. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I mean, we did start pick, pick, persist, and pull a long, long time ago. We did. <laughs> uh, and we seem to have uh, got off on many a tangent, uh, ants dry humping being one of them. Uh, You're welcome. I, I believe my, my claim that we should keep, keep hold of Southampton defenders as they've conceded a goal on my screen. This should be how we should end, pick, persist and pull. Let's move on to some listener questions, which Anthony's been looking at. And do you want to, um, do you want to read out the questions this week? Uh, yeah, sure. Let me just dig them out. We've got some, some big questions here, boys. Are we ready? Our first one from... How big? Because there's been a lot of rambling already. Yeah, okay, not that big. Um, Liam, from the lovely part of the world, Ramsbottom. Hello, Liam. Thank you for your question. Here it is, boys. Are we ready? Are there any Arsenal assholes that... Oh, my goodness. I mean, a lot of of their fans are. 
don't know if you've watched that Arsenal fan TV. Most of them are assholes. <laughs> Let me start that again. Are there any Arsenal assets that oh, we assets. should there we go. getting into our team? Uh, any no, other boys? No, I don't think so. Uh, n- nobody's really jumping at me. We talked about Bellerin, I think, in previous weeks. Is, you know, yeah, he's the only one he I'd might be for. an option, but outside of them, I, I don't think so. Certainly not their attacking assets. I mean, they're overpriced and uh, they're playing terribly, aren't they? they, they they're not mm. joined up at all. I don't. You when you when you look at certain teams, you can see how they're going to score goals. Arsenal, I still don't know what their playing style is or. Or what they plan on doing. It's odd, isn't it? Because only a few weeks ago, people were lauding mm-hmm. Arteta as like an absolute game changer for Arsenal. Uh, and yeah. They're uh, just the same, aren't they? The, the people now are saying this. What's the difference between them now and how they were under Emery? Mm. Nothing at all. Mm. You know, um, the only player I might say is someone who I've got on my team, Leno. He got 10 points yesterday and he's been consistently good. Um, but other than that, I mean, there, there, there's, there is a reason, isn't there, that they've got such low ownership, all of the Arsenal players, and that's because they've not been very good this season. So mm-hmm. it's pretty difficult to make a case for any of them, really, I would suggest. Yeah, it started so well, didn't it? Aubameyang. I mean, Aubameyang, what has happened there? Yeah, no. He's got a new contract. He's got a new contract of something like 300 grand a week. And since he signed that, nothing's happened. Well, yeah. he's been Nothing at all, really. Fairly... Fairly poor, hasn't he? Mm. For, and he's still pricey. points from nine games. Which is less than Carl Darlow. That's just great. <laughs> great. And Carl, Carl, Carl Darlow, the hardest name to pronounce in the Premier League, uh, is not 11.7 million. Indeed. No. Phil, have you got any, another question there for from our lovely listeners? Yeah, I'll, I'll shoot to, to Twitter. Um, we had a question here on Twitter uh, from... Well, we had a couple of... Um, questions one one about mike um how many transfers has mike made so far ahead of game week 10 uh oh i've just seen a bournemouth versus nottingham forest is on live on sky tomorrow where have you been yeah it really is keep up i mean i live each day as it (laughs) (laughs) as if it's your last yeah i mean i I like to just be surprised each day uh anyway uh, how many transfers has mike made so far ahead of game week 10 we should turn this into some sort of play your cards right style game show so um Oh, I right. love that. And, and would you uh, be interested in guessing? Because I have no idea. How Sorry, is this last week or this week? This week. Okay. Game week 10. So okay. I'm going for, I'm saying he's made three transfers already. Higher or lower? I'm going to say higher. And and we, I should have said uh, that if you get this wrong, Anthony, then uh, James Whistlehall will pick your captain instead of mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, well, I, I can tell you uh, that it is higher than three what uh yeah what i've made, I've made four Not. already and i probably should give some rationale behind this um, good luck i on saturday i think i alluded to it to you both boys uh, on whatsapp i had a supernatural experience on saturday um did you fall off a bike in the forest in the dark no i was sat at dean court uh reading my program notes ahead of kickoff uh, on the row of seats in front of the executive box in which I, I currently sit. And uh, just casually minding my own business, it was probably, I don't know, an hour and a half to kick off. I, I had not a great deal to do. I'd, I'd done the mic test and, and all was working. Did all and, the, could all the fans hear you clearly? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. All this, <laughs> all the assembled media could hear me more than clearly. They kept asking me to turn the music down, and I uh, was sat there, and out of the corner of my eye, I saw this brown thing just whoosh past me. Uh, it was a fox. It was a fox, and I was like, "What the heck is that doing here?" <laughs> it frightened the life out of me, lads. I'm not going to lie. Don't worry, then, Fox, foxes, as, as a listener wrote in earlier this year, foxes are just untamed dogs. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I went looking for said fox. I've actually got a video. It won't make uh, You went great... looking for it? Well, <laughs> yeah, because I was like, that's a fox. What's it doing here? So I went looking for said fox, Also, but slightly terrified in a way that you might um, go down the stairs if you heard a burglar. You don't really want to see the burglar, but you, you feel duty-bound to go down and have a look. Um, so I, I went looking and I, I did film it and I've got about two and a half minutes here that I was going to eventually see this fox and then send a picture to you both saying there's a fox in the ground. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> couldn't find it. Could not find it. And, uh, I'll tell, I phoned... you, I'll tell you what, this is making my leather belt making story very well, interesting. No, no, so, so, hold on. Because I, so I phoned the general manager and I was like, there's a fox in the stands. <laughs> Oh, need, what's her name? You need to... <laughs> that's, oh, that's very misogynistic. Uh, um, oh, here we go. Uh, no, so <laughs> she, well, she said, are you all right, Mike? And I said, yeah, but there is a fox in the ground. She said, well, where is it? And I said, I, I don't know where it's gone, <laughs> but there's a fox here. And she's like, yeah, okay, Mike. All right. Anyway, then these stewards all came looking for this fox. Couldn't find the fox. So I'm viewing it as a supernatural experience. And I saw it as a sign to bring in as many Leicester players as I possibly could. And so, um, so out went Kane, in came Vardy. Oh. Yeah, I've done it. Uh, out went Kane. I bought in Fafana, mm-hmm. and I bought in James Justin, Justin James, off the back of my supernatural experience. Would you say your supernatural experience was maybe more of just a natural experience um, in that foxes are wild animals? Yeah, but how do they get in football stadiums? Well, because we've only got three proper stands. So no, no, no access, stands. Is, access is fairly easy. No, yeah. there's big fences all the way around the stadium, lads. And the mm. stewards still on the gates. Oh, the stewards stop, they're stopping foxes, are they? <laughs> well, <laughs> surely, it, surely if I put a call into the stewards and said, there's a fox here, they would have gone, oh, yeah, yeah, we saw it come in. It will let itself out. But they didn't. They <laughs> said, got a are, badge. You on, are you on drugs? So, um, yeah, I'm seeing it very much as a sign. So, okay. uh, yeah. So, and also to accommodate them, I had to swap out uh, one of my, my keepers and bring in um, David Button of Bryson just to make up the numbers. Sorry, West Brom to make up the numbers. So, yeah, the answer to your question, thanks whoever asked, is four changes to accommodate three Leicester players. Wow. Wow. I mean, I mean I'm assuming, I mean, because you're at Bournemouth, you may well have seen some seagulls. Hmm. And no, didn't see any seagulls. Didn't see any seagulls. <laughs> <Okay>. no. <laughs> no, I did though. In did my you see rucks- any wolves? Uh, my worry is I did bring, I did, I did take a pack of toffees with me. Um, I've, I've still, I've already got two Everton players. Anyway, um, yeah, happy not to see any devils. Uh, already got Fernandez. So yeah, um, there we go. So in answer to thank you, whoever the kind listener was that got in touch. Um, Four changes so far, although I am thinking about Salah to De Bruyne. Salah to De Bruyne? Yeah. Okay. Oh, because you kept Salah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
absolutely that. We shall see. Well, talking of mic and transfers, this leads us nicely onto our <laughs> tell next. Tell you next what, that question. felt like the longest answer we've ever had. Oh, I'm yeah, so sorry. Oh, no, and, and I think yeah. I think someone's phoning you, mate. How are they? <laughs> Hello. Uh, Hello. Oh no. Oh, is it Graham? Oh no, Graham. No, he's not allowed to call. <laughs> this is uh, Nigel. Oh. I happen to live just round the corner from Graham. What, Nigel Mansell? Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> no, Nigel. You were my hero growing up. <laughs> oh, not, not that one. <laughs> we just happened to be called Nigel Mansell. Um, what a funny coincidence. I was wondering uh, what you boys thought about the effect of long COVID. Because, yes, Salah might come back and Zaha. But what if they're still quite tired? <laughs> Long COVID. Oh, wow. Uh, can I just, before I go, can I just say, Marcus Rashford, keep your nose out. You can buy sheep boots and you can do things on toast. Where is she? Cut him off, Anthony, cut him off. <laughs> oh, Cut him off, Anthony. Goodbye. Oh, oh, thank you for that question, Nigel. That was so nice to hear from you. Always <laughs> nice to hear from listeners. Controversial views, though. Especially when he's a, a Formula Formula One world champion. Um, I can't even remember the question. Something about COVID, was it? I heard long, long COVID. COVID. He was asking long about long COVID. COVID. Is that is that going to be an issue? Can I answer that question? That's a really great question, I think. Very good I, question. I answer that question. Yeah. Please do. Uh, so my theory would be uh, they they haven't got any symptoms. Um, if they had been ill with COVID, perhaps it might have been an issue. Uh, but my understanding is they haven't been ill with COVID. Uh, they've just tested uh, positive. Salah was tested positive because he was dancing at a disco in Egypt <laughs> full of loads of people. Uh, don't know anything about why Zaha has tested positive. But um, well, It's like having Chris Whitty uh, on the podcast. Next uh, slide, please. Well, I'm just saying, um, as yeah. as someone who who's had had it, I think, um, uh, and my wife's got all sorts of issues. She can't exercise without getting very, um, you know, feeling really, really ill afterwards. Um, oh, I, she, I have that. Yeah, but she 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 was able to beforehand. Um, so uh, yeah, I don't think it's an issue because they haven't had they haven't actually had any symptoms. Okay. Yeah, it um, feels like yeah. They, thanks they for are the question, up, Nigel. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Nigel. Yeah, agreed. I think they're fit enough that most of them don't have symptoms, do they? So I think long term, they probably won't see too many adverse effects of it. So uh, they should be right. So, yes, but thank you, Nigel. But I've got an very interesting question here for you, Michael. Oh, yeah. Uh, from Jamal from Hastings. Hello, Jamal. Hey, thank Jamal. Question. Um, would Mike ever envisage a week where he wouldn't make a transfer? What a lovely question. Can you see that, Mike? <sighs> no. No, I don't think so. No. Is that because you'd like playing the game as a game and you just take each week as a separate week or? Yeah, I do a bit. I think if we did a head-to-head league, I'd be pretty exceptional. No, you wouldn't because transfers still get deducted from that. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Um, No, I don't think so. Yeah, I I do. There's always somebody that I spot and think, yeah, that's going to happen. I'm going to bring them in. There's always somebody each week. Um, this week it was Vardy. 
uh, amongst others because I saw a fox. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, uh, last week it was Fernandez. Um, so yeah, there's there's always seems to be somebody that I want to I want to try and kind of um, shoehorn in, and that always seems to come at great expense. So yeah, yeah, and I always seem to I seem to be looking at the next three or four game weeks, and I always seem to think, haha, I'll not need to make any changes next week, uh, but then I I do. But that's just a, a case of impatience because your team hasn't been bad on any game week, and if you just kind of let it ride out you know people who have had a bad game week this week have got teams that probably would have had a great game week um in the previous weeks Mm. you know yeah it's up and down and i think this week i didn't take a hit i just made one transfer and it was a nice feeling going into a a game week knowing that there weren't going to be points deducted straight away you know Mm. yeah yeah okay well i take it on board you never know you never know stranger things have happened i think Indeed they have. Phil, have we got any more listener questions before we move on? Oh, kiss my face. Look at that. Oh, what are we my. looking at? Well, uh, yes, that's a valid point. It's great um, podcasting. Yeah, uh, well, it looks like McCarthy made eight saves and, has got, and has got all three bonus points uh, aye, aye, aye. as it stands. So that, would be, so that would be good. And Walker Peters also gets a bonus point. Um, so, Does he just get them for nothing? He seems to get bonus points every week. Walker Peters. He went on quite a few dribbles. I think that I think oh, that helps. Dribbles um, count, eh? Oh, lovely. But, uh, but yeah, oh, that's a bit of good news after the despair of finding out there was a goal seven minutes after it happened. Yeah, that's always <laughs> annoying, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Dolly Parton's gone off now, and I've still got the same internet issues. It's a miracle I'm still on the podcast. To be honest, it really is. It really is. Have you got any more questions there for us, uh, young uh, Phil? Yeah, yeah, we've got uh, one more uh, here from <laughs> Kirsty in Coventry. Um, oh, Coventry. <laughs> All right, skip. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you have got another accent, Mike. What? Anyway, are some of the lower-owned Liverpool players worth a pick with Liverpool's current injury crisis? And that also ties in with something uh, that was sent over on Twitter from... Mickey Race, and he has a theory that uh, Nico Williams is a must for Liverpool um, because he is hashtag cheap. Well, I bought in, uh, as part of my many changes last week, Nathaniel Phillips. Oh, how'd think, that work? I think he didn't he play, did he? No, I think he mentioned him, Phil. Yeah, no, he didn't play. Um, and interestingly, Klopp, this morning, in his press conference head of the Champions League, was talking about um, TV scheduling and... and the squad depth and he said yeah but look at the bench it's just kids i don't want to be playing kids which actually first of all is is disappointing because i like to see young players i think we all like to see young players coming through and academy kids given a chance so um you know quit your moaning jürgen you've spent an absolute fortune on this squad um that you've assembled so um if you have to play a few of your very talented kids you know what's the what's the harm uh, but I don't think he wants to. He's, he's definitely reluctant to. If you look at the 11 that started mm. yesterday, you know, he's playing central midfielders again at centre-back when no doubt he's got centre-back kids coming through that he could play, including Nathaniel williams Jurgen. Um, so, yeah, I don't think in terms of players that are on the periphery, you, you've got anybody that, that is nailed on to come in and start. That, that would be my only concern. Fabinho did play well as well, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He, he played James Milner at right back, didn't he? Yeah, but he's done that a few times. And he, he, yeah. he, to be fair, he played very well there. 
Yeah, he did. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, that was a bloody good result for them, wasn't it? I mean, I don't think myself included saw that result coming, you know, with the injury that they've got for them to win so convincingly last night. I mean, Mike may have seen a fox, but the foxes weren't really at the races, were they? No, no, they, uh, were, they weren't at the races. They were at Dean Court. <laughs> well, indeed. Um, yeah, I wasn't expecting them to be so poor, actually. So, I don't know, there might, there might be a couple out there. Someone like Wijnaldum, you know, somebody like that. I was looking at him today. He's very low ownership, but he's going to be playing for at least the next few weeks, possibly. They've got a decent run of games, I think. I'm right in saying Liverpool coming up. Yeah. Um, they've got a, they could have some cheaper assets out there, assets out there. And if anything, if the game last night is anything to go by, they're, they're still going to be winning games by the looks of it. So, um, Nico could... Williams is, the, uh, is Liverpool's fifth most transferred in player this game week. Uh, he is currently priced at 3.9 million. Based on what, though? But, but maybe just that he's 3.9 million. Maybe Based on the fact the... he came on as a sub uh, for 37 minutes last night. Okay. All right. Well, then that's uh, perfectly valid. Uh, 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 Attacking-wise, they're not too bad, are they? You know, you look at, they've got players like uh, Minamino, who only got a minute last night. We've already talked about the fact that Yota's there and doing well and Salah's uh, still to come back. Um, uh, so, but it's, it's, it's all around the back. Um, you've got players, I mean, who the hell... It's Konstantinos Tishikmas. <laughs> isn't, uh, isn't he the guy um, that they bought in as cover for Robertson? Well, he's four point nine million pounds on the game, and he's not played a single minute for Liverpool this season. Yeah, wow. I think that's that must be the guy that they bought him in. They, that they bought Never in. Never heard of him. Yeah, I mean he's fairly steep for someone who plays zero minutes. Leighton Clarkson, who looks like the grandson of Jeremy Clarkson. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Or, or indeed, the in fact he looks young enough to be the grandchild of Kelly Clarkson. He <laughs> he looks about ten years old. And the fantasy Premier League haven't even pictured him with a shirt. They, they no, know he's, he's not wearing, him. He's just he's wearing, wearing a silver, trainer jacket. He's wearing a silver coat. Yeah, he's um, taking that off. He looks like he's sponsored by Baco Foil. But he <laughs> he's um, yeah, he's four point five million as well. So you've got some players on here that presumably just because they're Liverpool players, they've been priced high. Uh, yeah, I I probably leave well alone uh and yeah well yeah there might be as i said maybe wijnaldum somebody like that but again as soon as these players are back they're not going to be not going to be in the team are they so i think you're you're scraping the barrel a little bit aren't we yeah i, I wouldn't i'd just stick with there's no point uh, a good theory to go by because it's my theory theory is don't go for players who aren't important members of that team mm. don't you know, yeah, if you're going to go for a Liverpool player, buy you know buy someone in that that is important and is going to get you points. Don't get players just because they play for Liverpool. Can we move on to our punts? Because I am super excited about mine this week. Oh, I, can I go first on punts? Because no, because I, I do not want you stealing mine. I'm not having you stealing my Aguero punt. Oh, um, that's who I got! <laughs> <laughs> no way! That's not fair. What's your? Boys, that's not fair. We're gonna have to t- we're gonna have to toss the coin here. Well, I, already, that's really annoying. That's really annoying. What's really annoying? I spotted him. 1.2% ownership. I couldn't believe it. Yes. That is insane. Well, tough times, Mike. Tough times. What? How? Ant tossed a coin and I said tough <laughs> times, which means I get it. <laughs> Ant, I want you to toss a coin now, please. I, I need wow. to go find a coin to cross. Two seconds. No, no he needs a coin to... Toss, no, not a toy find to something cost. else to toss. Look at that pillow. You've got <laughs> a cushion. Don't you've got, find something else to toss. There. You've got a cushion there. <laughs> All right, with, there. Hang with on. With two sides. Spin okay, it up in the go. air. I'm going for stripey side. 
Let's go for stripey side. Are we ready? I mean, this is tense. Are yeah. we ready, people? Here we go. It's stripey. Get what, in there. Both Aguero sides are stripey. Is... No, they're not. No, they're not. Aguero. Thank you. Sorry, Phil. <laughs> I was really. Pick, I'll be honest. Phil, I'm, Phil very I'm very disappointed with the way you just snuck in there. I and said, "Can I go snuck. first? I said, "Can I go first? And in you went. I'll go screw it's yourself. I didn't snuck. I didn't snuck ever. Okay. No so one you, snuck. You could be anymore. looking. You could be looking at your backup. Yeah, I will be. Uh, Jordan Ayew of Crystal Palace, who have Newcastle United at home. Newcastle Jordan Ayew? Yeah. Has he been playing? I, I think so. I, <laughs> let me just check. Oh, no. Oh, no. I might be able to do a fill here. This feels, this feels wrong. Hang on a minute. No, no, just... Nobody's competing with you to have Jordan Ayew unless Phil's suddenly going to go no. now. Oh, I have Jordan Ayew. <laughs> no, you can keep him. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so Jordan Ayew is for you. And Phil, who are you going with now? Oh, I mean, this last time this happened... Um... I got forced into a decision, uh, to be fair, which paid off. Um, unfortunately, James Ward-Prowse is now owned by more players. <laughs> yeah, he really um, is. Yeah, I, I have absolutely no idea. I will go for Gareth Bale. All right, there we go. I'm sorry about that, Phil. I do feel slightly awkward, but I definitely, definitely had Sergio Aguero ready to go. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, so did I, as illustrated by my smooth snucking. Um, the, uh, the, some serious pillow talk. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's a dreadful pun. I'm not even bothering with puns. As well. I don't know if you've noticed, I've stayed clear of puns. Because well, after referring to your, uh, your Kia Aura, uh, after that, it went firmly downhill on the listen back last week. I can only apologise to uh, <laughs> all those involved. It was, um, yeah, not my best work. Okay. I am pleased to announce that Jordan Ayer has started the last two games for Crystal Palace. Phew. All right. Well, and, and, and quite the return he's had too. Well, actually, yes. In, the, uh, in his last home game against Leeds, he got eight points. So. All right. Okay. There we go, boys. All right. So it's Ayu versus Aguero uh, versus who, Phil? Oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember who it was. It was so long ago. Can we look at the fixtures for the weekend while you're Let's trying to the fixtures. Let's look at the fixtures. Go on, Anthony, you can read them for us. Friday night uh, is where we start. And my good my good friend, Jordan Ayew, um, Crystal Palace at home to Newcastle, 8 o'clock kickoff Friday. Not maybe... It's Yeah, I'm going to say not maybe one that will whet the appetite, I would suggest, with that one. Um, Newcastle not looking That's too good. Early, I think Early deadline, isn't it? Yeah, it does make it an early deadline. I think Newcastle are depending quite heavily on our on our old pal Callum Wilson, aren't they, this season? And if he's not around or he's not scoring, they are struggling. Um, Palace don't score many either, so what are we expecting in that one? Well, yeah, I think it's I think a lot of it rests on Wilf Sahar um, uh, with his long COVID. Um, I think um, if you look at the stats uh, that uh, the 28 Premier League games that Wolf Sahar has not been involved for uh, with, uh, with, with Crystal Palace. They've lost 20 of those games. Wow. Um, so he's a big, big influence on the side. So um, if he's not fit and he's in my team, so it looks like I'll be transferring him out this week. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think they struggle. And I think Newcastle could, could nick something. I'm not expecting a lot of goals. No, nil-nil or one-all for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brighton against Liverpool then is the lunchtime kickoff. What do we reckon mm. there, chaps? Well, this is the game that kind of prompted Klopp's moan, isn't it, about the, about the early game? Mm-hmm. Um, 
silly, right? Well, yeah, it's silly. They've got a game in Europe this week. Yeah, that's madness. I think, yeah, there's going to be some times creeping in. I still fancy Liverpool to nick it 1-0. I don't think there'll be much in it. I, I, I don't think it'll be the best of games mm. off the back of that. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go for Jota to score in a 1-0 win for Liverpool. Oh, I think I think Liverpool could hammer Brighton. Absolutely hammer them, which is right. you know that isn't sort of Mystic Meg stuff, is it? But um, I think Brighton like a home game against a big team. They do, don't they? And they are coming off the back of that win at Villa Park, so confidence should be high. But yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't write them off. I wouldn't write them off. Uh, well, Man- you, know, you did see some seagulls. So. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, Man City against Burnley. Uh, aside from Aguero scoring a hatful. Uh, what are we expecting? <laughs> I'm not expecting that at all. Um, oh. Not because I'm bitter, but because Burnley got a win tonight. And oh. they were so good at time-wasting um, once they got ahead. And uh, I've, I, think <clears throat> I think City will win still, but City aren't exactly hammering teams, are they? And I think Burnley know what to do when it comes to just sticking everyone behind the ball, making yeah, the game that's... really dull. It's it's how early Man City score, I think, in that game, isn't it? I think if it's an early goal, it'll open up and they could get a hat for. But um, Man City haven't been opening up teams quite like they have been, have they, this season? So, if Burnley frustrate them, who knows? But um, you would expect a comfortable home win, really. That's that's the game why, where if if De Bruyne was... If, if City were playing, I don't know, Southampton or Arsenal... I would prefer to have De Bruyne against them than a team like Burnley. I think Burnley mm. will just kick him to pieces. The game where I'm expecting to see a glut of goals this weekend is Everton against Leeds. Mm-hmm. That feels Agreed. like a, that feels like a goal fest. That feels like two teams that are really strong going forward, but not fantastic at the back, despite their clean sheet leads uh, against Arsenal. Well, I mean, Leeds, how they didn't score is beyond me. Twenty-three um, shots was the on goal they had. Hit the yeah. post three times, I think. Yeah, they were very unlucky, weren't they? And and, and Everton, I think. Well, both Mike, Mike and I watched. I think watched that game yesterday and they were really good going forward, but Fulham second half especially did get them and they did look dodgy at the back. So, um, yeah, if you're any Everton or Leeds defenders, don't expect too many points, I would suggest, come Saturday evening because I, I completely agree with Mike. I'll be amazed if that one's nil-nil. And Calvert-Lewin, you know, that's that's what happens. If you're, if you're a striker in form, you get lucky like that. I mean, that first goal, I don't know how, I still, I've watched it so many times, I yeah. cannot work out how he kicked it in. It kind of hit his it just running hit him, back leg. And it then, yeah, you couldn't do that if you tried. I mean, you'd have, you know, it was weird, but it, it worked. And that's what happens when you're in form, you get lucky. At the opposite end of the scale, um, how very kind of the Premier League. If, you're, um, if you are, you know, and there's a lot of people out there that do suffer with insomnia, uh, up Saturday night, needing an early night, um, then uh, here come West Brom and Sheffield United to, uh, to send you <laughs> off. Good grief. I think as games go, that is right up there in terms of the game I would least want. I think Burnley-Sheffield United would probably be the game I'd yeah. least yeah. want to watch given given the choice, but it's right up there. That's, that doesn't look like it's set up to be a classic. I think West Brom, West Brom um, might surprise a few people and get a few goals. They, they've, got, they've lost the last two games, but 1-0. Um, to big teams, and I think I think they could turn it around, which is controversial. The one thing I'm going to say about this game is that it's huge, isn't it, for both teams? Uh, West yeah. Brom second or third bottom. Yeah. Um, Sheffield Sheffield United obviously plumb bottom on one point. Um, so whoever loses that game um, are, are in a world of pain. So that's the one good thing. Whether that's going to make for a great game, probably not. 
Um, it's going to be a tight affair, I would imagine. It's going to uh, be, be, be a nil-nil or a one-nil either way on that one. Uh, I, I, I appreciate we're only a quarter of the way through the season, but I think, and we haven't really talked about this, this game tonight, I think the loss to West Ham at home for Sheffield United can sign them to relegation at the weekend. Is that, it not too early? Well, I, I just, they, they don't look like scoring. They no. look a shadow of the team. If you look at their average um, goals conceded last season was uh, just over 0.8 uh, a game. It's just over 1.6 a game this season so far. I, I think they, I, I don't see them coming back from this and, and it doesn't really disappoint me to be honest. Um, I won't be sorry to see the back of them. I think they are another one of those teams who post lockdown have, have struggled without that fanatical support they have at Bramwell Lane um, amongst other things, you know, second season syndrome and all of that. Um, but yeah, I think Sheffield United are gone. I know it's early, but I think they're gone. There's not too many teams. I think if you look back in history, I can't imagine there's too many teams that have got one point from the first nine games and stayed up. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a lot of playing catch up, isn't it? Yeah, there's not much going in the favours, unfortunately, for them. Let's move to Sunday then, two o'clock kickoff. Um, Southampton, uh, your boys, Phil. Uh, Carl Walker Peters <laughs> guaranteed some bonus points at home to, uh, to Manchester United. Yeah, it's a tricky one, isn't it? That don't know how to call that. Southampton have been last season couldn't play at home. This season playing really well at home. Um, well, they played really well. Full stop. To be honest, a point away at Wolves isn't a bad result. Um, and United have been scraping, scraping points. They've been getting points, but scraping them. And I mean, how jammy were they? Again, yeah. I mean, I had I had Fernandez, but I mean, a didn't think it was a penalty. Um, B. You know, when he missed that penalty, I was, I was, and this is what it does to you, the whole VAR thing, because I was like, maybe the keeper might have been off his line or someone encroached, please, you know. Mm. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, he, I mean, the second penalty he took wasn't great, um, but they just, they just blag penalties, don't they, United? And, but they're not opening teams up like they used to. No, no, they're not. Um, of, the, of the four games that, that remain then, uh, Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal Wolves, Leicester Fulham and West Ham Villa. Which of those are you most looking forward to? Well, it's obvious, but Chelsea, Chelsea Tottenham. Yeah. And not from a fantasy point of view, because I'll have a whole load of players playing each other, which is what you were talking about earlier. If, mm-hmm. I, was, um, if I had Vardy, I'd be very much looking forward to Leicester Fulham. But mm-hmm. as it is, I'll have Chilwell, Son and Kane probably um, in, that, in that lineup uh, for Chelsea Spurs. But I think it will still be the game that I'd like to watch most. Two, yeah, no, the same two genuine title contenders. I know you've been banging the drum, haven't you, for Spurs winning the league? Yeah. Which I've um, not really thought, kind of agreed with you, but I have to say, after the pretty, uh, it was a very Mourinho win now, wasn't it? You know, mm. they soaked up a lot of pressure, um, scored early, did what they had to do to win the game, didn't they? Um, but that's kind of what title contenders do. And Chelsea, you've got to say, getting better and better every week under, um, under Frank. Um, you know, the one criticism before was they were good going forward and not so good at the back, but they've kind of sorted that out, haven't they? I think they've kept four clean sheets in the last five or something along those lines. So, yeah, uh, that is a really, really tasty game um, and one that I will watch for sure. It's it's the game, when I think about Chelsea Tottenham, I think about that season that Leicester won the league um, and the yes. Spurs, Spurs were still in the running and, and went to Stamford Bridge and it's the like the dirtiest game of football I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, Holland, Spain? 
Yeah, well, that was that was pretty grim. That was pretty grim. As well, well, of course, um, Spurs were uh, two 0 up in that game, weren't they? At half time, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then I remember that was the season Eden Eden Hazard, who uh, was so brilliant the year before that, was was a, on a really bad run of form. hadn't done much all all of that season, I think, actually. And then he scored an absolute world. He didn't need to pull to pull them level. And there was yeah, it was it was it was a pretty nasty game of football. Wasn't it? I think Chelsea were reveling in the fact that they knew that they that meant that was uh, curtains for Spurs, wasn't it? But yeah. um, uh, yeah, it's a it's, this is a tasty game. Well, look, what I do know, lads, is it's, it's great to have football back um, after the international break. We've thoroughly enjoyed it this weekend. I know we'll enjoy it next. Uh, before we go, Phil, is it uh, is it wise to remind folk where they can uh, get behind us on social media? Yeah, sure. We're on Twitter. Uh, well, you're at... right there. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yeah, so it's, it's quite late in, in my head. I'm trying to work out all the things. I mean, not to let people behind the curtain, but trust me, there's a lot of editing needs doing uh, tonight and a lot of editing will be done. So this could have been even longer if it wasn't for me staying up late. So thank me. Um, thank you. Thanks, and, and my apologies. No, not, not, I'm not asking you to, to thank me. Um, uh, so you can follow us on Twitter at fpl 3 pod, and you can uh, send us a message there or get involved we don't um we don't mind who you are we've got all sorts of followers um <laughs> from all over the world wanting all sorts of things from us uh but preferably if you want to talk uh, for some fancy football that's always nice Alrighty. well uh look from ant uh, it's time it's time to end in a pun if that's okay Ant. Uh, oh, absolutely go for it uh, mate. And from, i'm looking from, forward to it from phil and myself uh good night guys and uh Oh no, I forgot his first name. <laughs> oh no. no. Oh, no. More editing, Phil, more editing. No, no you don't edit this. You this get is... worse at this every week. No, don't edit it. I screenshotted it. Don't edit it. This 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 is a bit of the magic. Bit of uh, like we talk about behind the curtain. Uh anyway, thanks for listening, everyone, and Eric Garcia later. <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> That's good. I like that one. Worth the wait. <laughs>